The Golden Hour Birth Podcast, a podcast about real birth stories and creating connections through our shared experiences. Childbirth isn't just about the child. It's about the person who gave birth, their lives, their wisdom, and their empowerment. We're Liz and Natalie, the Golden Hour Birth Podcast, and we're here to laugh with you, cry with you, and hold space for you. Welcome to the Golden Hour Birth Podcast. I am your co-host, Liz. And I'm your co-host, Natalie. And tonight we have Heather on from Two in the Loo. Thanks so much for joining us. Hey, y'all. It's great to be on. (laughs) If you want to go ahead and share a little bit about you and your family. All right. So I am Heather Jacobson, and I am originally from Dallas, but moved to St. Louis to be with my husband and his family. Um, Andrew is my husband, and we have two kids, Miles, who's four and a half, and Lottie, who is two and a half. Awesome. How did you and your husband meet? We met at a bar in in Dallas, Katie Trail Ice House. That's so cute. So if you want to share a little bit about a little bit about when you guys decided decided to start trying for children. Yeah. So I always knew being a kindergarten teacher and always wanted kids. So I was ready. Like, as soon as I got married, I'm like, okay, when can we, when can we get kids? And <laughs> yeah. he's always like, let's give it a year. You know, let's move to St. Louis and then wait. So we had planned to wait a year after we moved to St. Louis. And literally, like, a year later, I was like, okay, so it's time to start trying. And <laughs> I went to the doctor like, cause I was going to be prepared. I was going to mm-hmm. have my birth control and be really prepared in like March. And the plan was to go to Greece that summer and we were going to try in Greece. Well, I got <laughs> off my birth control in March and my doctor was like, you know, as soon as you get off, it's, you never know. And I was like, well, we don't know how long it's going to, it's going to take. And it took a month. So I was very blessed <laughs> and found out literally the day before we left for Greece that I was pregnant oh. and could not eat, um, Greek food literally for my whole entire pregnancy because I ate Greek food for two straight weeks. Even after my pregnancy, I was like, no hummus for me for a very long time. But it was really fun because I got to, we told his parents on the trip they were there and he was kind of annoyed because I wasn't like drinking wine or eating cheese. I was like, no, I'm newly pregnant and I've never been pregnant before. So I was even nervous of feta. So, but yeah, that's how we found out we were pregnant with Miles and it was a really great pregnancy. I feel like coming back from Greece, I felt a little morning sickness, but I think it was also just like time catching up with me and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, the pregnancy was great and had miles and stopped working so I could stay home with him. And the delivery went really well. Can you give us like a little like play by play of the day? Yeah, so we, <laughs> my grandparents came in town, and we decided our tradition was going to be go to go to Shake Shack. Mm. So we went to Shake Shack that night, and I got my burger, and woke up in the morning, and went ahead and got my Chick Fil A. Went Chick Fil A, got Chick Fil A, <laughs> and then checked into. I was induced, mm-hmm. and um, sorry if I'm talking really fast. Slow down. <laughs> uh, I was induced, and. He came pretty quickly. He was there by that evening. And all my family was there because it was pre-COVID. And you know what What sucked though was like 
he came out like 11.55. So that counted oh, as my no. first <laughs> night. And by the time I was like cleaned up and everything, my family didn't even get to come into the room till like, mm, like two in the morning probably. They were like waiting and waiting. And then oh. transferring me to my new room was like five in the morning. And that was my first night. So I had it's a week. So actually silly that they count that. Yeah. yeah. I don't think they do that at, at Mercy, but I remember my sister delivered at MOBAP and she was like, I'm holding this baby in. I wish I would have after midnight. <laughs> and because the day would have been really cool too. It would have been 3 19 19. My daughter's birthday is 1 21 21. So it would have been oh, cool. Yeah. 3 18 19 is fine. It's still. Um, yeah, and then I was moved over. I did have a lot of trouble with nursing in the beginning with Miles, um, him not latching or anything like that. Took him six weeks to finally latch, but then we had a really good year of nursing and it was really trouble with like taking the bottle and me leaving him. I think a lot of moms go through that. Mm-hmm. And how yeah. did you get through those like first six weeks? Did you like supplement I or used, I did? No, you know what I used? I, I think it supplemented like the first couple like days just cause they were like, you have to supplement. They really pushed that on me really fast. I was like, no, I don't want to, but mm-hmm. it wasn't, my milk wasn't coming in fast enough. Um, I ended up using the nipple shield, and then I actually joined, I went to, literally came home from the hospital that Thursday, I think, and Saturday, I was up at Kangaroo Kids. My husband was going to sit in the car for me, and I was going to go to, like, a lactation group. and went to a lactation group, and I was at Kangaroo Kids for the whole first year of Miles' life before I joined, before COVID hit. So mm-hmm. I found, like, two of my really best friends, close friends there, mm-hmm. and would just go in there every Thursday and Saturday and sit on that couch and talk about nursing and pumping. Yeah. And That's so awesome. Yeah. I was so nervous to go. I never went to a lactation group. Yeah. I didn't either. Really yeah. Encouraged so me. Yeah. It is scary. Yeah. It is. Um, Kangaroo kids felt very like laxed. Yeah. And then I think I tried one more. I think I went back to MOBAP, but, and they got them to latch like right away. They're like, look, it's just like this. And then I go home and, Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I had that with. Didn't do it. The lactation consultant coming to the house. She's like, "Oh yeah, it's, it's you're you're doing good." I'm like, "Okay." And then as soon as she leaves, I'm like, "What? What happened?" Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It sounds about right. Like when people are around, they do great on something. <laughs> and then, like my, I would take my daughter to like take a bottle, and she would take it in front of everyone, and then we would go home, and I try again, and she'd be like, "Nope." She wasn't no, no. Like, yeah. That's kind of how Miles was like. He was not good at bottles unless I wasn't there. And if I wasn't there, he was usually crying. So, How did you find kangaroo kids? Because I've never heard of that. Uh, my cousin was very, um, I don't want to say pushy, but she was really wanted me to nurse. Like she really, that was the journey she went through and she wanted me to experience it. Mm-hmm. So she was from Portland Googling like lactation consultants and um, different places to go and she I think she found kangaroo kids for me and sent me that and it was actually down the street from me now I live two minutes away from it oh that's um, really cool I wish I knew about that yeah 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 it's like a clothing store it right? is it's a consignment store and then um but she also does lactations and she used to have like a toddler toddler in me class too before COVID and that's where Miles and I would go and was learning to crawl there and I was like is there anything for bigger kids because he's getting <laughs> big now but it was nice that's, that's so cute. sweet yeah so when did you, or how was your postpartum with Miles? I think, I mean, it went really nice. I joined Kangaroo Kids. I feel like I was doing yes. that there. And then I was, um, 
I had a couple of other mom friends who had just had babies. So, I mean, really when it got tricky was a year at COVID because then I had no one here. I'm from Dallas. So all my friends yeah. and family are there. And it was interesting because in Dallas, they're a lot more lax. So my friends, I'm calling them and they're like, Oh, we're, we're going out. I'm like, we're not going out here. I have no <laughs> like, I was getting more depressed being here because I wasn't seeing anybody. And even my in-laws and stuff were being very cautious, mm. which I understand. Yeah. Um, and then we let up, it let up and, you know, it got better. I, we ended up moving, I guess miles was a year and we decided to get pregnant with Lottie cause they're only 20, 22 months apart. Mm-hmm. So pretty much at that year we we're, we're going to have another one. And we moved to Glendale and I started, I joined another mom group, the Kirkwood mom groups and really found a, a really big support system there. And having going through um being pregnant with Lottie yeah uh I feel like that pregnancy went really well um I can't try to like think back I don't know why it's only been two years but (laughs) I can't remember anything like that stands out I mean we were moving I was packing trying to get everything organized really excited Mm mm-hmm was super excited when I found I was a girl. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the face I made when I found, like, everyone in my family has always had boy, uh, girls first. So when I cut that cake and it was a boy, I, my face was like, looked like I was going to cry. But now I like, I cannot imagine my life without a boy. Like, yeah, I, mm. I love him to death. Um, so I was pretty excited for my girl just because I'm always been a girly girl and I have all sisters. So that was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did the same thing. I was induced again with Lottie. But we, it was during COVID. So only, none of my family came in town or anything like that. Uh, Andrew and I decided to make a tradition. We went to Shake Shack that night, <laughs> got our burgers. <laughs> and his parents, which is nice doing induced with your, with your second child, especially because mm-hmm. I know, like, my in-laws are there. I could say bye to Miles. Like, he would, at least understood a little bit better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, um, but as we were on the way to the hospital, I was actually having contractions. And when I got there, it was already a four. So I think I probably would, I kind of wish I would have like waited to see, but I'm such an, like a planner. Mm -hmm. You're a teacher. I was a kindergarten teacher. And so, yeah, I'm a big planner. So we got in there and it was definitely different pregnancy because I was having to wear a mask the whole time. Mm -hmm. And it was nice though, because instead of going in at... In the morning, I went in at night, which they say you, like, always to do that. But I think my doctor didn't offer it to me the first time. And I love my OB. And I think also Miles was supposed to come on a weekend. Anyway, she did offer it to me this time. So it was nice. I went in. I um, actually, you know, went to sleep, fell asleep, woke up that morning. And I remember she was, like, ready pretty quick because I was at a four. So it was literally just slept that night, woke up at, like, six in the morning. And I was told him, I was like, I'm ready to push. And like, no, no, you're not ready. I'm like, she is coming out, Andrew, go get somebody. <laughs> My doctor got a ticket. She was leaving the gym and speeding <laughs> to get there. She got a ticket. I think he let her go, but he yeah. she got pulled over and had Charlotte. And, um, that delivery went really well too. Uh, nursing definitely came easier with that, but I didn't nurse as long because I had a lot of anxiety with having a toddler run around. Mm-hmm. So I did a lot of pump, pumping with Lottie. It was like, 
I want to say I nursed maybe for three weeks. And I was like, it was, I think she cried a lot. Miles was running around. So I just like, I couldn't handle it. Mm -hmm. So I pumped for five months and then I think I need to start supplementing and the supplementing was so much easier. I'm like, Oh my gosh, (laughs) formula. (laughs) What is this stuff? And so then I like, Stop pumping, and I was like, "Man, mm. this has made life so much easier." Yeah, pumping's hard. Yeah, yeah. it's like a full time job. Yeah, <laughs> I was like pumping, so they would go down for a nap. I would pump. They would wake. Like I was pumping during like my only break time. Yeah, so yeah. it was really hard. And and then like at five months, I went through. Um, after having Lottie, I started noticing I was just really sad, and that actually is when I stopped pumping. So that's really hmm. you'd think I'd be a little bit like feel lightened, but. Mm-hmm. I started just crying a lot. I wasn't feeling like myself. So I started taking, I went saw my doctor and I got on Lexapro and some people are pro medicine and some people aren't. And it's definitely helped me a lot. I feel not as emotional. I feel mm-hmm. like I was constantly, maybe I'm also just getting used to being in St. Louis and mm-hmm. loving it. I mean, I feel like the support system here is amazing. Um, but I feel, yeah, I'm not as emotional as I used to be. And I feel like I'm just more focused on my kids and yeah, it helps me. Yeah. Good. So I feel like I said a lot, like <laughs> got out a lot really quick. <laughs> well, we're pro medicine around here. So I'm happy that you found something that works for you and like, you know, makes you feel like yourself again. Cause motherhood is hard as we were talking about before we started this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> motherhood, man. Yeah. Did you guys ever talk about living in Dallas? My husband has his family as a small business here. Oh, okay. So he really wanted to work for the family business. Gotcha. You know what? Now having kids in St. Louis, I don't really, I mean, I remember growing up in Dallas, but I don't remember like the resources there. Mm -hmm. Here, I just feel like there's so many cool free things for kids to Mm -hmm. do. I mean, that's kind of why I started Two in the Loo was because I love getting my kids out. People are always like, Yes. You go and do something every day. You're crazy. I'm like, no, it, it, I, it, it's good for me and the kids. Like, I feel like I get to socialize with other moms and yeah. get out and see people and y'all get to do something fun. So that's why I started to in the loo is to post things for families to do. Yeah. And that's what I was, that's where I'm going back to is that I think St. Louis, like I love raising my kids here though. Yeah. Like it's just been really awesome. Mm-hmm. That's really fun to hear. And I love that you started to in the loo. Which, like, when when did you end up starting that? I started it um, a year after I tr- had Lottie. Well, because I guess COVID, and then, yeah, I started posting about things to do. Yeah. And is like, it, is the two in lieu you and a friend? Uh, no, that would actually be really nice <laughs> if I could have someone help me. It's just two two kids and okay. two in the loo. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. It's so catchy. It's yeah, so I cute. How, I don't even know where it came or how I thought of it, but yeah. I do like it. Um, so what are like, like some favorite places that you and your kids are like, you know, go, always going back to? I mean, we always go to the libraries because yes. I like air conditioning. I feel like you posted about like the Merrimack Valley one. The, the Merrimack. Library? Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, a picture. Recently. Yeah. No, but we like that one. That's a good one. <laughs> no, I had gone there. I probably have done a real. It's probably another Taylor's mom. I'm sure. It's <laughs> I don't follow that many of you. I'm just, I'm also just like so sorry. I'm like just 
coming off of like two nights of like not sleeping. So I feel like I'm just like really lost right now. And I'm so sorry. This and is not moved, how I usually am. I did move so, this weekend. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I'm just really sorry. If I'm like oh, not totally here. I feel like I constantly have mom brain. Like I just my mom, mom brain all the time. Like, how do you know what um, you're trying to ask my favorite place? And I'm like, what are my favorite? Like that's all I do is post places to go. And I'm like, what, what are our favorite places? I mean, Definitely the libraries. The my kid loves my kids love Magic House. I love uh, the train museum or transportation museum oh, because yeah. of yeah, the station station. Like that one room is just nice. I can kind of sit there and they can play. Yes. So is Two in the Loo a blog also? Is it Instagram mainly? Just Instagram. Yeah. I'm not that great at writing. I like creating content. I like... Yeah, the just, visual. Yeah. See, because yeah. I like to, like, every single time before I go to, like, a new city, we always look up restaurants. I want to see the pictures. I Google or Instagram, whatever. You search for, like, when we went to Naples, I searched the Naples mom group and, like, looked at things to do there. That's so cute. Yeah. I feel like every single time I use Instagram for things. Uh-huh. Yeah. Such a good resource. Yeah, restaurants. Yeah, before restaurants. I go to the restaurant, I want to uh-huh. see pictures. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm always looking up pictures of restaurants and things for new kids. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah, cocktails. Cocktails. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So people can connect with you at two, two in the loop on Instagram. Yeah. The number two. Number two. Number yeah. two for people. <laughs> I, that is a big thing. I feel so bad because I made a reel not too long ago for breweries and four hands. It's a number. And I wrote the four. And then uh, second shift, that's also a number. And I wrote two and four. I'm like, oh, my gosh. People are going to probably notice. But maybe they don't. I don't know. <laughs> I felt bad. I was like, mom brain. brain. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Do you have plans, like, for the future of the Instagram? You know, I just started posting. Like, I was doing Map Out Monday where I posted, like, a thing to do every, like, every day of the week mm-hmm. and I just expanded where I'm posting like multiple things to do every day of the week to mm-hmm. give me more options. And then I even more recently, I started posting things to do on the weekends. So I feel like that's been really helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, and coming out on Friday, I am going to be posting like some mom groups, mm-hmm. some resources for different mom stuff. Do you ever do meetups? Oh yes. We did. We started the play date crew, uh, Ashley and I, she's a makeup artist, mm-hmm. and it is on Facebook. You have to add us because to keep the location just for privacy for mm-hmm. people who don't feel safe being all on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And we're meeting up like once a month and trying to connect to other moms. I'm in a mom group that's like just with like certain districts, mm-hmm. but that's why we wanted Playdate group to be like inclusive for everybody. So it doesn't matter where in St. Louis you live, you can come and be in the Playdate crew and... That sounds fun. Yeah, that's fun. I've been saving all of your weekend things because I'm like, oh, I can't take the kids on the weekdays because I yeah. work and like they go to daycare. But the weekends ones, I have like five saved already. Yeah. The weekends. That's where it's at. You got dad's yeah. help. Yeah. That's always nice. <laughs> yeah. Or we do like early mornings. Yeah. And we'll get up like the kids. I'll let we trade off sleep who gets in. to sleep in. That's nice. Yeah. So yeah. sometimes I'll Do you I'll do take that Saturday and Sunday or do you just mm-hmm. do it? Okay. Yeah. Because... We both work. Yeah. Well, when oh. we work, Jason's laid off right now, but, um, yeah. So it's really nice. Yeah. How late, <laughs> what, like, what do you count as sleeping in? How late do y'all get to sleep? So for me, I'm usually up by nine, um, 50, 50, eight o'clock. Yeah. Cause I just can't sleep yeah. in further, but 
usually I'll send the kids in around 930 yeah. <laughs> when it's Jason's turn. <laughs> like, where's daddy? I'm like, I don't know. Why don't you go knock on the door? <laughs> so you try to get them out when he's sleeping? Mm-hmm. I, I'm i better in the winter and fall. Summer, it's I it's too hot. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I don't like being outside. Yeah. <laughs> I complain about the summer, but then I also complain about the winter. Mm-hmm. Like the spring and fall. That's- yeah. We're like hiking, hiking yeah. people. Well, me and the kids, not Jason. So we'll go hiking in the mornings. It's really nice and like nice. cool. Yeah, yeah. Not hot. <laughs> oh, another. I should put her playgroup on my post. I even think about that. Explore. Mm-hmm. She has the playgroups that do the yeah, hiking. I want to do that, but it's always yeah. during the week. It is. She yeah. is doing like family. I know she's doing like family weekends every once in a while. Mm-hmm. I remember that. That sounds fun. Do you, you you said something about the location on the Playdate crew? Yeah, it's on. Oh, to get to the Playdate crew, you just search on Facebook, and then I just post every week what we're doing. Or not every week, every month. Yeah. I want to do that. Yeah, you should That sounds fun. Yeah. My son would like, just loves other kids. Well, awesome. Well, do you have any advice for new moms or anyone going through postpartum right now? I think it's find a support system. Reach out to me. I will help you find a support system. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that has definitely been my saving grace is just having friends. And I definitely have felt alone not being from St. Louis. So reach out to me and I will help you find a support system. I love that. Even though you're not even from here, yeah. you have like you seem like you have such a wonderful support system and I love that for you. That's awesome. And people always like, wait, you're not from here? I'm like, yeah. No, I'm from here. <laughs> yeah. You really like, like it. put I'll yourself out now, there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I try. I feel like I used to not, until I moved here, then now I feel like I'm more of an extrovert. Yeah. You go. Hmm. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah. My friend always says, you're just always beep bopping around. <laughs> I don't know. I like when she says that. <laughs> Well, awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you all for having me. This was so fun. So nice meeting you. Yeah, great meeting you all too. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Golden Hour Birth Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed our discussion and found it insightful and beneficial. Remember, the Golden Hour Birth Podcast is made possible by the support of listeners like you. If you appreciate the content we bring you each week, consider leaving us a review on your favorite podcast platform or sharing the show with your friends and family. Your support helps us reach more people and continue creating valuable episodes. If you have any questions, suggestions, or topics you'd like us to cover in future episodes, we'd love to hear from you. You can reach us on our website, www.goldenhourbirthpodcast.com or connect with us on social media. We value your feedback and want to make sure that we're delivering the content you want to hear. Before we sign off, we'd like to express our gratitude to our incredible guests who joined us today. We are honored that they trust us enough to be so open and vulnerable. We're grateful for their time and willingness to share their stories with us. If you're interested in taking the conversation further with us, join us on our Facebook group, The Golden Hour Birth Circle. We'll be back next week with another exciting episode, so be sure to tune in. Until then, stay golden and remember to take care of yourself. We'll catch you on the next episode of the Golden Hour Birth Podcast. Bye!